Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Boundary Rope podcast. The IPL 2020 is just a week away and we're all very excited that we will finally get to see our favorite stars in action after such a long time. All of us are excited and we can't wait for the tournament to begin. And as a build up to the tournament, I will be bringing to you the team previews of all the eight sides in the tournament. And being the first team preview, I will kick things off with the defending champions Mumbai Indians. So what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of the Mumbai Indians team? This Mumbai Indians outfit is a completely settled team with the players having very well defined roles and knowing what their exact responsibilities in the side is. It's a team that picks itself with most of the players having been around for a long time now. Most of the spots are filled in the side with only a few important pieces to be filled at different positions in the team. So what works in Mumbai Indians favor? We've seen over the past few years Mumbai Indians is a team that relies on momentum. We've seen in the past that Mumbai Indians can often be slow starters. They've often been scrappy at the start of the tournament and they've picked up momentum as the tournament progresses into the final stages and they carry that momentum into the playoff stages as well. So how will this help in this season? Most of the players are coming into the tournament with very little match practice. And there are high chances that teams could start slow. So Mumbai Indians, if it does start slow, is still one side which is capable of making up towards the latter stages of the tournament as they have been there and they have done it and they have all the experience of doing it time and over again. And they are also the defending champions for a reason. What are the strengths in their team? The obvious strength is right at the top, which is Rohit Sharma, who is their captain. He is the only captain who has led an IPL team to four IPL trophies and they won it in 2013, 15, 17 and 19. And as you move down the order comes the engine room of that Mumbai Indians outfit which consists of three top class all-rounders in Hardik Pandya, Krunal Pandya and Kyron Pollard. Mind you, Kyron Pollard will be coming into the tournament as the man of the tournament in the recently finished CPL 2020. And as you move into the bowlers, the bowling outfit will be led by Jaspreet Bumrah, who is considered one of the top bowlers in the T20 format. These five together form the core of this Mumbai Indians side. Uh, but not everything is rosy though for them. Mumbai Indians have been jolted by the absence of their spearhead Lasit Malinga. Yes, Lasit Malinga is old, he's not the same bowler that he was a few years back. But he still adds the experience and we saw that at crucial stages in the tournament last season. However, Mumbai will hope that they will not really feel his absence too much because they have quality fast bowling international options in their side. So, Mumbai Indians who head into this tournament as the defending champions won the IPL in 2013, 15, 17 and 19. So, in the previous three occasions when they won the title, they were unable to defend it the next season. So, this serves as a great opportunity for them to finally have the opportunity to retain the title. This is something that they have not achieved and Chennai Super Kings, their fierce rivals, have achieved it in 2011 after winning the IPL in 2010. So Mumbai Indians will be all set to go and defend their title in UAE. So having said all this, how would Mumbai Indians line up? As already mentioned, Rohit Sharma will open the batting and he is most likely slated to open the batting with Quinton Dicker. Quinton Dickhoff performed extremely well last season at the top and he is also likely to be handed the gloves. 
being a left right opening combination rohit and dikok could complement each other extremely well surya kumar yadav will bat at number 3 and he will play the role of the anchor in the side and he's also performed really well since he made his move from kolkata night raiders to mumbai indians and at kolkata he was batting lower down the order and with the added responsibility surya kumar yadav has showed that he can score a lot of runs batting at the top of the order the number 4 position is probably the only position in the mumbai indians side that's completely up for grabs ishan kishan did play for mumbai indians at number 4 last year but he was not too convincing and the presence of dikok in the side could mean that he might not even be handed the gloves so that could mean that mumbai indians could want to try out someone else in his place but going by how things stand i think ishan kishan would most likely bat at number 4 mumbai indians possess arguably the most formidable number 5 6 7 the middle order which comprises of the two pandyas and karen polard the great thing about this is that they are extremely flexible and can rotate up and down the order and all three of them are brutal towards the end of the innings moving into the bowlers now jaspreet bumrah will be the leader of the pace bowling attack and the spin duties will rest on the leg spinner rahul chahar who has done extremely well since he made it to the mumbai indian side 2 years ago this leaves two spots in the team vacant and there are also two international spots available at their disposal So to fill these two spots, they have four quality options to choose from. Mitchell McLennigan, who was a part of the winning side last year and played a very important role as well at the back end of the innings and also as a one-first change bowler, would most likely make it, considering that he's been in the Mumbai Indian setup for quite a while now, and he could be joined in the side by his countryman Trent Bolt. Trent Bolt is extremely good with the new ball and when the ball swings around he will be a lethal weapon in the bowling unit. The other options in the side are Lasith Malinga's replacement James Pattinson and his countryman Nathan Coulter-Nile. Nathan Coulter-Nile has a lot of experience of playing in India and in the IPL as well and James Pattinson offers the option of raw pace to hit the batsman. So despite the absence of Lasith Malinga Mumbai Indians have a lot of options to choose from and they also have the Indian option in Dawal Kolkarni and Dawal Kolkarni would probably act as Jasprit Bumrah's replacement if in case he breaks down or he needs a break in the middle of the tournament and in terms of the opening slot if Quinton Dickock fails to perform they have Chris Lynn to fall back on so this ensures that the team has almost all the bases covered At the top, you have a left-right opening combination. You have an anchor at number three. You have two left-handed batsmen at four and five, and you have two of the best finishers of the game in Karen Pollard and Hardik Pandya. And the three can move up and down the order based on the situation. And all three of them are good bowling options as well. Hardik Pandya will play the role of the same bowling all-rounder. Krunal Pandya is the second spinner in the side. as a left arm spinning option and Karen Pollard who we hadn't seen bowl a lot in the last few IPLs has been bowling a lot in the CPL this year and he's done very well and he was also the best performer in the final with the ball so mumbai indians have everything going their way so is there something that offers a threat to them so looking at this side the possible factors that look threat to me are 
that the whole tournament will be held in UAE, which means that the tracks will be slow and will get slower through and throughout the tournament. And Mumbai Indians are used to playing on tracks in Mumbai, which provide a lot of pace and good true bounds. So this could be a factor that could go against them as there are chances that scores could be low as the tournament progresses. The other thing that strikes me looking at this team is that this team does not have any young star who has something to prove to the selectors. A lot of these players are established stars in their respective national sides with the exception of 2-3 players. Probably Rahul Chahar has a point to prove to somehow make it to the Indian T20 side. But apart from him, I think most of them are established players in the international circuit. Also, like I've already mentioned, Mumbai Indians has yet to win a title in the even year. So, will they be able to cope up with the pressure of being the defending champions and retain the title or will this continue to be a jinx for them? All in all, Mumbai Indians look a formidable outfit and are well and truly the favourites heading into this tournament. So, will they be able to defend their title? You will get to know in two months' time. I most certainly believe that Mumbai Indians will definitely make it into the playoffs and is a strong contender to win the title. What do you think about Mumbai Indians' chances? Let me know in the comments section. Thank you for listening in to this episode. I will be back with another one and I will be previewing the next team which will be Chennai Super Kings. So stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you and bye-bye.